Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now you're welcome along. Joe Malloy with you, Shane Jennings, Matt Williams and Ronan O'Gara alongside me. We're just off air and we're picking our way through Ireland 27, Scotland 24. Relief, 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 relief. I did not want Matt to be sitting here after an Ireland defeat talking about the future for Andy Farrell because that conversation would have got a bit tricky. Yeah, it's, it's, that sort of conversation is not pleasant. It's probably one that's still going to be had. Uh, I think there's, they need a very, very strong, honest review no matter what happens next Saturday. Um, you know, because in my opinion, the way we're playing at the moment, and it, look, I'll come back to, to what you said. We all wanted Ireland to win, and they deserve to win. The commitment from the players has been faultless right through. Mm. We're not questioning that. I'm coming from the point of view, what do Ireland have to do to beat the top four, who I'm suggesting is South Africa, New Zealand, France and England? So that review should look at to say, OK, what's, what's good? And there's lots of good things there. There's lots of real positives. You know, unearthed some really good players. See, Ryan Baird played a great role in, in uh, that last few moments of the game. We've got players in form. Henshaw's absolutely playing outstanding rugby. Keith Earls, a veteran, I thought was very close to player of the match. Mm -hmm. So they've done a whole lot of good things. But our attack is not at the level required to beat those teams. So the review should say, what have we got to do to get to that? And I think... What I would like to see is a ruthlessness about the national goal of winning a World Cup, of, of aiming to win a World Cup. You mightn't get there, but in, I haven't heard a lot of talk of saying, we have to be number one, we've got to fight to be number one. Now, that's not an Irish thing. It's, we, we don't like to brag, we don't like to say it, but we, I think we've got to be more dominant in how we look to express our goals. And right now, we're not doing that two years out from a World Cup. We perhaps did it a little bit with Joe when we beat New Zealand and everyone looked around at each other and said, geez, hang on a minute. Mm. But I think we, if we do that, sometimes you don't always... You know, that goal, you, you've got to aspire to it. That said, after the World Cup review, they set out the templates, the aims. Mm. The RFU had a report, and it included winning two Six Nations across a four-year World Cup cycle, preferably Grand Slams, yep. and a World Cup semi-final minimum at the next World Cup. Yep. They look like lofty goals right now. Don't think we're winning the next two Six Nations. And, and that's exactly what I mean. We're failing in, in that. Uh, I thought, I will say, I thought the World Cup review was uh, very, very flimsy. I didn't think it was thorough. I thought it threw everything at Joe and I thought that was very um, disingenuous mm. and, and, and I thought it was cheap because Joe had put his hand up that he was out the door and I didn't agree with that. He, like all coaches, he made some mistakes. But I guess my point is what technically, and Ronan's so good at this, and when I love talking with Ronan about the, the attack, technically, in my opinion, what we're doing is behind the other teams okay. in attack. OK. That's my point. I, Ronan, do you agree on that point? I don't ultimately? understand. Well, yeah. I, well, I don't understand the context of, of how Farrell enters this equation. I, I need an understanding on what we're judging him on. 
because if we're to consider the World Cup as, as the measurement tool, we have severely underperformed in our history in World Cups. Yep. So I have a feeling, uh, maybe it's just me, or a lingering feeling that, that people uh, would like to see Farrell fail, which uh, probably upsets me. And I, I struggle to get my head around it to understand that because... Why do, you, um, why do you say that? That's a big enough statement. I wouldn't yeah, sense that. I, I, don't, I don't want that running for a start. I don't want any of those. He's a nice guy. Um, I'd like to see him succeed. Of course, of course. But as we know, professional sport is ruthless. Yeah, You've got to separate 100%. the person from the guy doing, a, doing, doing, exactly. his, uh, doing his work. So, exactly. uh, you know, I think the one area where we will judge Andy Farr will be Rugby World Cup 2023. I think that is the only place to, fail, to judge him. Sorry to interrupt. Who wants him to fail? That's an interesting I, I, I get a negative reaction, uh, a kind of a tone from potentially the questions asked in studio, potentially the vibe in the street. I don't live in Ireland, but that's, that's the kind of understanding I get is that, um, you know, it might be time for this guy to, um, to, to, to you know, I mean, to question him. He's never been a head coach before. But sure, if that's the case, you never, ever appoint an assistant coach up to the top job. And that criteria, it doesn't, it doesn't stack up for me. You, you, like, I think you have to appreciate that these guys need time. Look at uh, Pivac. So everyone wanted him gone. And now this year, he's 80 minutes away from a, from a, from a Grand Sam. And, and it's very, very dangerous to compare and contrast yeah. because no scenario is exactly the same. But I think you have to respect probably what senior players are, play, are saying. And, and yeah, the loyalty card sometimes can be too much, you can say, in that regard. But... For me, from my reading of the situation, he seems to be doing, doing a good job. I think from the examples we showed in studio that we're smart enough in our analysis to say that, you know, Mike Cat is in charge of the attack, but Mike Cat doesn't wear the number 12 jersey and pick the play. But you can be sure with the knowledge they have in camp that they're giving the guys the best opportunity to pull the right play at the right time. But yeah. at test level, it takes a lot longer than the club game. You mentioned um, questions there from studio. I mean, I'd say really we're, we're analysing what we're seeing. So if he was one defeat in four, that would be as bad an Irish performance in the Six Nations as Declan Kidney in his final year. So you, you have to ask questions about what you're seeing results-wise and performance-wise. I mean, we're going off what all you guys are seeing performance-wise and the attack isn't functioning and we are coming into the end of his second Six Nations in charge. They're legitimate questions, I would say. I don't think anybody wants the, Andy Farrell to fail at all. No. I'd, I'd say there's maybe a degree of the jury's out more so. Yeah, well, I, I, maybe it is from people on the street, but I think rugby people, I don't think the jury's out. I think when you talk to him for 30 minutes, you, you kind of ask yourself, does this guy get it? He gets it. And, and, and for me, um, I, I think that's very important. I think to his understanding of the game, yes, his background is rugby league, but I think he's been in union long enough. And, and, um, and he, um, he, understands, he understands it, it, it inside out. I think it's... it's you're saying if, but like if the game hadn't happened, we are now going to a scenario where we can finish second in the title uh, race this weekend. We, we had a red card against Wales. If there was another five minutes against France, you, you, you win the game. We blitzed Italy and obviously we let the Scots back into the game. So the scenario is, is, um, is very, very different to one out of four. Yeah. Look, small margins for sure. So you're liking what you're seeing 
you think Farrell's doing a very good job. You think oh, this is all I, moving I, in the right direction? I think it's two different arguments, discussions, um, talking points. I think um, in terms of the bigger picture, I think... Um, I think it's 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 very important that that uh, there are, I think, pieces of the game that I really enjoy them watching them, and I think the test game is very technical uh, and it's very different to a club game to the club game which I'm coaching in, and and Ireland are excelling in a lot of areas, but obviously the attack is the last piece of the jigsaw that comes together, and I think it takes a little bit of time, especially where you've gone from such a structured approach, and if we're to judge the previous eight years, the two World Cup cycles were hugely disappointing, Joe. No, they were, of course, yeah, absolutely. Shane, where are you in all this then? No, I would agree with what Ronan feels that the, the public perception is at the moment. Not for him to fail, but I think as Irish people, we're always like, ah, having a go at him and having a go at him. It should be better, it should be better. We said at the, the first show, he needs time as a coach. It's been disruptive for the last two seasons. Now, I know it's been disruptive for everybody. But if you're going to say he needs time to implement his style on the players, he wants to have his influence, and we all get the uh, sense that he wants to empower the players, he wants to get them to take decisions, compared to what Joe did to versus what that is, is very, very different. So it takes a lot of time. And you have young coaches in there, not in terms of... But like the likes of John Fogarty or the likes of Mike Cat. Yes, they've been coaching for years, but in terms of at this level and the team that he is... With, and then Andy Farrell getting up to that stage... Like, are people happy to just knock a coach? And, like, Matt Ronan's a coach. Jeepers, it's easy sitting back here and having a cut off them. Mm. Nobody has their full appreciation of how difficult it is and the fine margins. I do get the appreciation and the argument, though. What is the IRFU's goal in this? And I think the IRFU's goal, if it is that we want to get to the semi-final of the World Cup, then allow them the bit of flexibility and come out and support him vocally. We're trying things, we give him the time, we give him, the coaches, everybody, that bit of time to influence what he wants to do. So therefore, if we lose a few games, yes, but we need to see progression like we've said yeah. in that. And I do genuinely think we have seen progression. Like towards the end of Joe's tenure, people were like, ah, oh, we're box kicking too much. You know what I mean? People are having to cut off Joe, probably the most successful coach we've had. Mm. Now I know it's always just, and that's the beauty of sport. If it was rugby, soccer, GAA, you're always going to have a cut-off. And we're good at looking at the bad things versus the positive things. I just think if we say we're going to give them time, give them time. And we have very, very close against Wales. We could have won. I don't think we deserve to win against France. So we, that was a fair result. But we're not doing too bad. Mm. To be fair, I haven't heard anyone calling for his head or saying... No, they haven't. But I just up. the general feeling. I do believe what Ronan said. I, I get that feeling. And it's always, ah, is he any good? Is Mike had any good? You know, like those questions, that builds up, I think. And then people are like, oh, is he good enough for the job? And when you ask those questions the whole time, that narrative kind of, uh, kind of continues to gather momentum. I don't think it's fair and I don't think it's right. Um, and if he, that's my opinion. Well, that's Other said, people that's then... Said, Mike Cat came out before the Italy game and held his hands up and said it hasn't been good enough. So, I mean, like people are seeing that too, aren't they? I mean, we can't just say... You know, like, it's not based on what we're seeing on the pitch either. Like, it wasn't good enough go in attack. Every single show we do, you guys all get together, Ronan included, and we pick out our pieces before a match, and often it's about the Irish attack not working. Yeah, and today we, we highlighted areas that we would love them to exploit. There was a lot of good stuff as well. Sure. You know what I mean? But just so on that, the narrative, it's not based on nothing. Like, we, it'd be a bit weird if we were all sitting around 
14 months here into Farrell's tenure gone, geez, it's gone brilliantly. Yeah, no, but, but I think also too... Sorry, Sean. No, go, go, no, go, go on, Ronan, go on, Ronan. So I, where we looked at today, I think it did, what disappointed us today was us without the ball. In terms of we gave up soft scores, which at this level we're, we were disappointed with. So we're right to pick that apart and, and ask the question why. Mm. But is that a system error or is it an individual error? And I think we're all in agreement that uh, James Law has probably a little bit more understanding to get where he needs to at this level. But, you know, to go back to your question about hammering away near the line, I think, um, and Leinster were very good at this and Saracens are very good at it, you know, when you go from the halfway line to 10 yards away from the goal line, you can play with width. But when the final 10 yards, you have to play north-south, Joe. There's absolutely massive advantage to the defending team if you actually try and pass the ball backwards because ball in the air gives the advantage to the defence. If you've got a pick-and-go, pick-and-go, and they're the hardest yards on the pitch mm. to get, and hopefully then if you have someone smart at 10 he'll see that, OK, I can pull the trigger here and get the ball and use the overlap and float one out the score. But that's probably only about one in five times. But I think to develop the conversation we're having, I think after next weekend, you'd like to see what the plan for Rugby World Cup will be because I think it's after next Saturday, you need to plan seriously for that. And the key point, and that will be um, our halfbacks, I would say, for example, because we're very strong in the centre, even though... Uh, you know what I mean? I think Ringrose is probably a little bit off his top level today. Uh, Larmer, Earls, Keenan. Um, you can look at Scott. The Stockdale ripped it up for Ulster last night. So there's four into three there without even talking about James Lowe. And uh, the, probably the big area that we need discussing is obviously um, is, is, is nine and ten because they're such an important position. And uh, I think that's, you know, if if... Uh, Andy Farrell didn't get the result against Scotland or England, then his position is severely weakened in terms of him confidently being able to express, I suppose, his vision to his players in the short term and medium term future. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I guess Joey Carberry's return, Ronan, changes everything, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does because it's just, uh, for me, it's very, very difficult uh, when the World Cup is 28 months away for, you know what I mean, to be talking about Johnny Sexton going to the World Cup. It's not NFL. It's a phase game. It's completely different. If he's supersonic and incredible, he may have a role uh, in the squad. But I, I would think that's probably too too far and too beyond just because of the 
of the human body and the elasticity around his kicking game. Off the tee, it's easy for him. He can do it, but even kicking penalties to touch, the range is coming down a little bit and his his tempo on the ball and his attack in the line is just, it isn't what it was uh, four or five years ago. And that's not a, a slight on him. That's just the reality of an ageing player. Sure. Uh, but you need, you need, you need uh, a real strength of your team and all the good teams you, you know what I mean? For example, France are in a strong position because of Aldred Dupont and either Jalibert or Intimac. You know what I mean? I think Aldred is a better eight than CJ Stander. Uh, CJ is ageing a little bit. There's question marks about... Not question marks. I think Gibson Park uh, has has done well in this campaign. And I think Conor Murray will hopefully reply because that's what good players do if their position is put under pressure. But... Casey, I think, will have a role, but it's it's Carberry and um, probably uh, the two Burns for me who, who are going to be looking to to grab a hold of this team. So, Matt, to throw glass half full instead of in uh, negative mm. media over here for a second. Uh, we have Carberry coming back. Uh, Craig Casey looks like a real find. Uh, that back row is looking better. Caelan Doris waiting in the wings, hopefully. Dan Levy waiting in the wings. Yep. Uh, you would think Kelleher in two years' time will be a serious operator. Yep. So you could fairly say, in fairness to Andy Farrell, this 13-month uh, period has been tricky for a whole host of reasons. And actually, the next 24 matches into the World Cup, you know, uh, could look a hell of a lot brighter with those personnel coming back in. So he may have had, we may look back on this period as that tricky uh, period. He had to just get over the hump and navigate and get through. Joe, I... I this is such a complex area. Being a head coach of an international side is not a yes/no. It's yeah. not like okay, yes, you're good, no, you're bad. Like, sure. it's, it's there's so many categories you've got to go through, and that's what makes it so really difficult. Mm. Now, uh, I, I've, I'll give you an example. So, if you look at the, the our, our depth roster, in other words, what what how many players you got per position, we're really healthy, except as Ronan said, at nine and ten. And because I don't think the backups, Joey Carberry coming back is a great bonus. I've still got a question mark here about Joey, his durability. I, I rate the guy. I would love to see him yeah. survive and play well. I don't mean that. But we all got to have question marks about that just because of his history. So you've got a depth chart. Now, but then you've got to, and, and you need a dominant 19. There's no team in the world that doesn't have a dominant 19. South Africa won uh, three World Cups, picking a, a really big pack. Let's kick the buggery out of the ball, and we have a good 9 and 10 that can kick goals. They've won three World Cups, so it's a pretty simple firm. Uh, yeah. formula. Now, my point... We're not going to do with South Africa we're just not physical like South Africa. My point is... Wayne, I'll give you an example. Wayne Puvac had a pretty ordinary 2020. What did he do? He sacked or, or changed his defensive coach. And his defensive coach had been with him for seven years. Mm. So that's a really tough act. Tough leadership. And, uh, and it was very hard on, the, on, the, on his partner who he, who he got rid of. Their defence went through the roof. That's what I mean by a thorough review. You, you have to look and say, well... What, we might get a new 9 and 10. How are we going to go forward? What's the best way the talent in that team that we have at our disposal for the next 24, 36 months can go forward? South Africa will say, you know, put, it, put, Elvis, put Elvis and Lord Lucan in the centres because we're not going to give them the ball. They can hide there. We're just going to kick it and run. And it won a World Cup. Now, they did a few other things. I'm, being, I'm pushing it down. When I say we have a review, I don't say we're going to review to sack people. That's not what I, I, I want. And that's dumb, you know, that's, that's not intelligent. Mm. You have a review to say, OK, well, this was our plan. Has it worked? What, what aspects of our plan have worked? What aspects do we need to look at? Do we need to replan in certain areas? Are our personnel right? Have we got our personnel right in those areas? So you would say, 
Foggs, as a scrum coach, big tick. Paul, slight big tick. Now, but you've got to get the Mike Cat and say, well, is Mike the right guy for this group to take them forward? Is he, are his ideas right? Now, I'm not in that team, so I don't know. Mm. I, can't, I can only tell you what we're observing. So that's what I mean by review. And I agree with, with, with everything that, that, that Shane and Roger saying about there are lots of pluses here. But what I get really frustrated about in Irish rugby, and I've been frustrated with it for 20 years, is to say, for God's sake, let's get to a World Cup and get past a bloody quarterfinal. Well, we have and, South Africa and well, I, I, I still can't get anyone in Ireland today to get the kahunas down at Lansdowne Road and say, we must do it. Now, they came out with a review, came out, and then we pushed it's, it. It's their stated aim. Well, their we put it in the aim. fourth drawer. It's down in the bottom of the fourth drawer. It's not out there every week. Mm. You know, where if, if, in Ronan's been in New Zealand, like, you just wouldn't get away with that. And you don't get away with it in Australia, you don't get away with it in South Africa, and you're not getting away with it in France and England at the is, moment. Is that fair, though, to say that? So they come out and they say our stated aim is to reach the semi-final. Uh, they look at year one, it's not working. They find the money to bring in Paul O'Connell and add to the, the roster. So in fairness, and a great they, call. IRFU might be saying, well, hang on, Matt. I mean, we put together a coaching ticket. We've added to it. What is it you want us to do? Review post second Six Nations. Okay. That's what I'm Let, saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying Sackville. I'm saying a thorough, honest, independent review. Mm. Okay. Well, they may well do that. I, I hope so. I, 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 well, running to New Zealand, like, they're the best at it. They're the best. I don't know. If, I've never spoken to Roger whether he was involved. I was involved with one a long, long time ago. And right. they bring in people, they bring in all the coaches, they bring in some outside guys, and they sit down and they are ruthless what worked and what didn't. Mm. And what worked, they, they share with everyone. Yeah. You know, they, they are about making the whole nation better. And they do it brilliantly. And, it's, and you know, if it's great business, it's not just great sport, it's great business. Mm. Um, and, and, but they, they are ruthless on, on that target. And that's why they're the best in the world at it. So I, th I think we need to be more ruthless on that target. OK, that's a fair point. I'll give you a very last word, Ronan, then. So what do Ireland take from today into England? What, what worked today that will cause trouble for the English? Um, I think uh, a number of factors worked for them. I think uh, their start was very good. So what does that look like? It looks like putting the opposition under pressure, I think. They'll be pleased with probably their tactical analysis and the fact that so many people talked about hog, but obviously the, the coaching staff picked uh, a nice uh, nugget of information that he's, he's weak in the air. How many balls did we win in the air from him today? Um, the second one was on the cross kick. When you, when you trust your winger to go, you've won um, attacker against two defenders normally. Uh, you trust your winger to go for the cross kick against Erlsey and... and Hog mops up all the all the scraps, but uh, one attacker be two defenders, the rebound becomes Henshaw. That's a little thing becoming a huge thing at test level. Um, Ireland's, I think they were really good around the the contact area. They'll be disappointed to give away, I think, nine penalties. There was some lovely little tip-ons. There was nice change of angle. I think for any young people watching the game to see the footwork of Ty Furlong, what that can do to a team. You could see CJ probably did more passes in one game than he has in his in his um, probably Six Nations season so far with Ireland. Um, I thought their direct game was good and where they can get better, I think, would probably be their capacity to play probably to wit, back to wit. I think we saw glimpses of them stretching Scotland but not enough oomph to just get over the line. I think we're, we're close 
Um, but it's going to be um, a different test because you, you, the English forwards and backs will have another 10-15% power than the Scottish players will have. Yeah. And if they go forward, Farrell, Slade, they'll have an extra ball player. Um, what I probably, where we would potentially um, come up for debate in the selection was can we get the ball to wit with a centre combination of Henshaw, Ringrose. Ringrose looks more like a runner and Henshaw can do it both, but I think in the modern game, that person that's capable of throwing passes left to right, right to left off either hand is invaluable. And that could be another uh, area of development in terms of, um, you know, I mean, I suppose what seven back stack and uh, start and who do we who do we stack the bench with? Okay, loads there. Because it will take 23 next week, that's for certain. Yeah, I suspect you're right. Thanks so much for today. Much appreciated. We'll let you go. Thank you. See you, boys. Thanks for the chat. Thanks to Ron Nagar, to Matt and to Shane here in the studio. Thanks to you for joining us. So, uh, needless to say, massive day of rugby ahead next Saturday, including Ireland against England. And, of course, Wales in the evening time going for a Grand Slam in Paris. All live on Virgin Media 1 and the Virgin Media Player as our spectacular week of sport continues. We'll see you then. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.